And we're back. Welcome back to another episode of the Practice Makes Perfect podcast. Your host here, Monster Deface, your favorite Fortnite commentator in the flesh. It's been a it's been a fun week. We've been returning episodes week to week. This week, as you can see from the title, if you're downloading it, I don't know where I'm taking it just yet, but it does feature a very awesome person, which you'll be able to see here shortly. But before we jump into all that, let's go ahead and welcome back John Rush, who's on the production today. What's up, John Rush? Yeah, what's up, everybody? We appreciate all the support. Uh, everything y'all do for practice server, we do it for you. And when you do it for us, it means so much. Heck yeah, man. We've had an awesome week for practice server. The return of uh, pretty much scrims. We hosted our first tournament. 1,400 plus users showed up at the first game. That's not to include the peaks that we reached later in the day, but it was it was so awesome. For those of you guys listening to the live, we appreciate you. If you're downloading, thank you as well. And now it's time to introduce our guest. So this man here, you may have seen drop some of the the, the most fun content on youtube he's been on twitch for quite some time uh amassing up tens of thousands of followers quite literally on all social platforms has over six years in the game he claims to have learned everything at this point and he's here gonna uh, to show you what he has um now a uh, content creator professional player consultant potentially uh, we have roadie bros joining us today roadie what's up my boy <laughs> you talk me up any harder man i don't know i'm gonna start getting a bigger ego <laughs> Oh, it's it's uh it's great to be here. I appreciate the invite, and yeah, I'm looking forward to talking with you guys. Hopefully, sharing uh a little bit of the knowledge I've amassed, which hopefully helps somebody. I don't know, even if it helps one person, you know, yeah. that's that's W. And, and I'm sure it will, Rody. You have had just a great. Honestly, I think I think you have a very fun story. Everyone has a a story, um, and yours is one that I've gotten to hear in person. I remember almost vividly the time we met. It, it might have been at the one of the earlier Twitch cons. And uh, it was me, you, I believe that same uh, evening I met uh, Bonsai Bros and we had some time with Sancho West. And there was just so many cool creators I was meeting for the first time, all because of Fortnite. Fortnite really changed a lot of our lives. But uh, one thing that stood out to, to me about you was your hunger to learn more, that interest. You, you had this little, this little eagerness to, that was so inquisitive about the streaming space and all that. So I knew at that moment, oh, this guy, this guy's going to make it. Like he's, he's got that little bit of curiosity it takes to make it in this space and i mean you've lived up to it i mean so i guess my gut feeling was right roadie uh talk to me about that a little bit um what got you started in the gaming space does this does this start from you being a kid were you a curious kid well yeah wow i really appreciate that first of all but uh i i, I think so i i started gaming when i was probably like two like my barber had uh what was it like the atari there and then, uh, you know, from there, I got a Nintendo 64 when I turned four and I was fighting with two other brothers to like, you know, get game time on it. And so every time you had to maximize your game time and then I was trying to beat my brothers, too. So, you know, that competition was there from day one. Uh, but yeah, that, that kind of got me into it. And then YouTube wise, like, you know, when I started making content that that. I, I watched like a lot of Nade Shot back in the day, you know, like the OG COD days back when uh, scrims were fun to watch. They'd all stream that stuff. Uh, and, you know, I found myself grinding COD. Like I, I really got into Black Ops 2, Ghost, and then like Advanced Warfare. And I would find myself playing for like, you know, five, six hours at a time. I'm like, bro, what am I doing with all my time? <laughs> you know? And uh, yeah, so I was too chicken to start a channel on my own until I got to college and then I was like you know what I convinced my brother to join with me and and then here we are <laughs> so I that's where I want to I want to start jumping in here you ha I know you have a brother that games it sounds like you have multiple brothers which is mm -hmm. uh, new, new news to me um are you the youngest of your bros are you in the middle where do you live smack dab in the middle yeah I okay. got a older brother that is two years above me and my younger brother is like almost exactly a year so we're all pretty similar in age we're all in high school at the same time together at one point and uh as you imagine you know or can't imagine we got a lot of fights gaming and that so that competition was in the household with gaming from like day one i have a fun yeah. story my bros uh, i picked up graffiti at a young age and then my whole family did too we're all <laughs> like you uh, two years and a year apart like we're all very very close to age that those are just my immediate brothers all of my cousins lived in the same building as well this is no joke we lived literally like almost a 20 unit of teenagers almost all within the same age in the demo high school everything and we basically became a, a 
crazy group of graffiti just we did a lot of bad things but that was <laughs> I, I say that to say uh we all had that support and it sounds like you had some support so i can only attribute that to like probably some fun times some crazy memories so you talked about when you got into youtube in particular though you didn't want to take that that leap by yourself what was uh what was holding you back yeah i mean i i, I think it's just some of that you know when you're when you're like a teen right and you're you're going through high school and all that you got that self-consciousness and it's a huge leap to take like putting yourself out there like making youtube videos streaming that's a big leap to take you're you're really like you're kind of putting yourself out there it's a little vulnerable you know to being made fun of i i I started my channel in college and dude you know at at the time I'm, i'm running track and cross country in college i'm on a team and I'm getting so much from my teammates and everything. Like, dude, look what he's doing. Like, this is so weird and like stuff like that from oh. my boys too, you know? <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, it, luckily at, at that point, you know, I'm, I'm pretty hard headed. So I'm like, you know, I'll show you guys like, and all that. And it helped having my brother, you know, by my side. Cause it was like, we're doing this. It's not just me, you know? And I, I think that helped. Yeah. I think that's very cool. Uh, John, I mean, you probably no stranger to adversity because uh, it sounds like um, maybe maybe there's something there that, that worked it, possibly in parallel for you. Uh, obviously, for, with your background and where you come from, I'm sure there's a lot of people that give you resistance, right, as you try to enter into gaming space, even to this day. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it, 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 it's pretty common. I, I was literally just talking to, to a mom today who, like, uh, you know, one of the things I, I mainly do for a living, Roddy, is I, I help uh, – mentor teenagers and um and i was talking to my mom but like yo why why'd you take your son's xbox away she's like because it's ruining his life i was like yeah but have you ever thought about all the positive relationships he has for instance like he's trying to play with me and connect with me but he can't because you took away the power cord you know it's like we're still to this day you <laughs> right. know and then it devolved into this whole like well my my husband had this this past addiction to da 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 and video games da 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 and i'm like whoa so man i feel like video games still to this day have so many negative connotations attached to it yeah, they crazy. really do. Uh, so it sounds like, uh, yeah, your, your path wasn't the easiest, but you jump in, your brother signs on with you. Let, let's, t- let's go there. You start YouTube. What, what game were you creating on? What was the first <laughs> thing you guys started doing? And also, did you archive those videos or do they exist? That's, that's also <laughs> what I want to know. All right, all right I'll, I'll answer all that. Uh, so at the time, COD dropped a dud. Infinite Warfare, I don't know if anybody liked that game. My brother and I didn't like it but we still liked gaming. So we're like, you know, we, we knew we wanted to start YouTube. I convinced them to start. We knew we wanted to do it in the gaming space. We thought COD was one oversaturated, but also that COD was not fun. So we didn't think that was a good place to start. So we're just like, we're like, Hey, we'll play literally any new game, something we can get in the search results. We, we, you know, so I get on, we both start like Googling new games coming out, like all this stuff. We're watching YouTube videos and, uh, the first, <laughs> the first game I ever posted on my YouTube was Super Mario Run, a mobile game. No, mobile game. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. You know, yeah. you know what's the saddest part about that is you probably caught a copyright strike because Nintendo does not allow you to actually make or monetize on their their video games. I too like that game, by the way. So. It was fun. It was, it was a, a game. good game. It was a good yeah. game. Hey, listen, we're we're all mobile supporters here. I think a lot of people that at least follow my history know. Uh, yeah, I'm no stranger to the mobile games. Um, just a fun fact where yeah, I built my career on mobile gaming on Twitch. Basically, I remember that class, yeah. right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we 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 accept you here. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm trying to find <laughs> some of these videos. This, oh, there. No, okay, they, I can't I find anything. They are private. They have been. I can't find anything for a long time. That is. Uh, that's a vault that may never be open, boys. Listen, listen Rody. I got a. I got a genius idea. Okay, we set a nice, extremely high sub goal. There you go. Uh, I think. I think it's time. If you're a Rody listener, maybe oh, you just became a man. fan. Maybe you're a longtime fan. And you're listening to it for the first time. You just found out for the first time ever. He's got hidden videos. Let's get them out of him. Maybe we can find those old vids. Um, how old were you when you when you jumped on YouTube? A uh, sophomore in college. I I can give you the full origin story if you want it. Like, or I, I'll, I'll I'll summarize. It. I'll make it pretty quick. So we, my brother and I, we came up with a plan. We're like, we're gonna start the YouTube channel. We're in college. We don't have that much money. 
So we waited till Black Friday and I had a whole list of everything we'd need. I got, you know, my capture card. I got a laptop, like a laptop that'd be capable of like, you know, running a editing software, everything on Black Friday. We, we bought it all. We saved up, bought it all. And then my first video ever, and there was this, at the time I was living in a, in a house with like four teammates and my brother. And uh, there's this little, like not even room in the bottom of the house. Like, it's just like, almost like a closet. <laughs> We're like, we got to go the farthest away from everybody else so we can record and nobody hears us. <laughs> so we, we found, you know, we basically made that a recording room. Uh, I used to have a picture. My brother might still have it. there's literally just a laptop a little like c920 webcam on top the capture card and then a wooden chair just one wooden chair not a gaming chair nothing (laughs) there's that in the bottom and uh yeah literally the first video i ever published which is also private was me sitting in the in the camera just saying hey guys uh we're the roadie bros and then my brother like comes on it's like we're uh we're gonna make uh super mario run content (laughs) And that was that was it yeah that's so good that's so good how long did it take you before you realized uh yeah maybe this is not working out this game uh well actually i i made a lot of content on it i dude you, you're gonna make me like pull it up in my uh in my youtube studio we we got like a few videos with a couple thousand to a few thousand views which for us nice. you know you're starting a channel that's like right. that's yeah that feels like a million view video you know it's like you're you're actually getting people's interest and stuff uh so we're playing that then that you know a mobile game like that where it's like you just play through and then it's over nowadays with my youtube skills i probably could have made a lot more content on it like a lot more outside the box ideas but at the time you know i wasn't very developed (laughs) as a creator so we ran out of content on that really quickly then we switched to another mobile game called like star wars it was basically like Clash Royale, but Star Wars. Oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah. I, I don't know if you, I, I don't even remember the name of that game. And played that for a little bit. Then we got to For Honor. So I don't know. Do you guys know the game For Honor? Yeah. yeah that like was the, the World War II the, game? Yeah. N- no, it was, uh, like it's like a fighting game. Yeah. Oh, Samurais, all that. that one. Yes. Fun fact. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's where uh, Cypher PK springboarded his, it is. his gaming community right off yes. of For Honor, becoming uh, I, one of the bigger uh, streamers in that game. I watched Cypher before he got on Fortnite. Like, yeah, yeah I, I was. We were making YouTube videos on For Honor, so I would watch him, and he was like one of the best. Now that yeah. I now I now this is what I did find. I do. I have found Rody Bros For Honor footage. If we ever want to, oh, there, yeah. yeah, there's a little bit. There's a little Forgot bit of that still. Uh, no, that that we're we're a little proud of some of that work. Okay. You know? That's <laughs> that's a little more. It's still a little cringy for me to watch, but it's a little right. bit more polished. You know. I love but, that. I love that. Well, you've you've already shared a lot of just super interesting nuggets, um, and I, I want to start picking them apart. Uh, one of the very interesting sentences that stand out to me is, "I w- I wasn't as good as a, a creator as I am today." It sounds like I mean you very much understand where you were and where you are. Um, I still don't know the timeline from where you began to now. How many years have you been creating again? Is it a full six years? The first video I ever published was November 28th, uh, 2016. So okay. we are just over six years. Yeah, Just over six years. Yeah. Uh, drop, drop some knowledge for the people listening in. What, what would be the biggest difference? A, a creator, your personal growth, the biggest difference from then till now. Um, confidence aside, because clearly you have grown your own wings and now you run the channel on your own. And we'll, we'll kind of get to the rest of the story, but... Uh, confidence aside, what's your biggest growth? What's your biggest takeaway in the last six years, maybe? Yeah, I, I'd say, I mean, I, I, obviously there's a lot of different, you know, there's a lot in that progression for over six years, but the biggest thing would have to be, uh, when I started, I thought, you know, how to grow on YouTube and Twitch and everything depended on the game. But when you get more mature through content creation, you start to realize that it's more in the ideas rather than the games the game is more so just uh kind of like if you imagine like a bubble uh that is basically encompassing the niche of like the viewers and potential audience 
that's basically what resides in there. But like how good the idea is, uh, that applies to like how far that, that idea can reach. And, and you want to reach as far within that niche as you can, like for Fortnite, you don't want to make like a Fortnite competitive video that somebody who plays casually can't watch and understand. Uh, you don't want to make an idea that somebody who doesn't follow the pro scene would just be like, eh, I'm not going to watch that. You, you right. ideally want to make something that even somebody who's only played like one game of Fortnite before would be like, wow, that sounds like a crazy idea. Like I want to watch that, you know? And, uh, so that, that's probably the biggest difference is that YouTube's a lot more idea dependent than people realize. So you've yeah. branched out far beyond YouTube. What would you say today is your favorite platform to create content on? Uh, YouTube still. Yeah. Yeah. YouTube still. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Is, do, uh, do big views on YouTube get you more excited than like big views, like a big viewer, viewer day on a live stream or a TikTok yeah. video going viral? Yeah. I, I, YouTube for me, I don't think I've maximized live streaming as I want to. Uh, but like YouTube for me is where I is my full creative outlet. I can be super creative with the idea. I the recording process, I can do whatever fun stuff I want to. And then, you know, the edits and, you know, I, I've been bringing in green screen work, like all this stuff. You can just you can do whatever you possibly want. And then you have this end product that you're really proud of. And then, you know, you, you, you look at the analytics, you mess something up. and You're like, OK, well, instead of just being like this is a huge bummer, you learn from it. Or you can you can even make corrections in YouTube Studio and post. I was going to ask about that. How often do you go back into your existing videos and either change a thumbnail or you know maybe cut a piece of the video? Because YouTube's a super powerful uh, as far as the studio creator tools go. Um, how often do you go in and like either leverage that or change that? Where do you, where where does that process maybe start or end for you? Yeah, I I try to do it at least once a week for my newer videos. So like, let's say I've released three videos in the past week and a half. Uh, at the end of that week and a half, I'll look back at all the, because an a lot of times analytics don't really show you what's actually happening for a few days. So I, I try to wait till that few day mark. And then let's say, you know, YouTube will show you like a dip, right? Like, hey, people really didn't like this or whatever, you know, they're skipping over this. Like, you know, like uh, for me in, in my tournament, um, editing sometimes like I'll die and five seconds will pass of me just being like, no man, like, Oh, what happened? Like, Oh, I, I can't believe I did that. And then I'll be like, I should have made this edit instead of that edit. It's like, move on, move on to the next game. You know, like I, you saw a dip, you lost uh 6% of your audience in just that five seconds. And so, so yeah, yeah, I, I do that about once every week and a half. And then I update all my cards end screens, descriptions, uh, about once a month. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I love hearing the mastery that you have behind it. Uh, you talked about the timeline. Can you, can you give us a, a little bit more of a detailed journey of when you knew that this could be full time and that you were good at this because content creation has been around long enough now where we do have people who have been doing it as long as you but with nowhere near the results. And I think we're seeing in the space an emergence of going like, yes, people know that they need to grind and they need to put the time in. But if you can't put the time in and turn it into results, at the end of the day, you might be realizing maybe this isn't for me. So take us on that journey where there are moments you're like, man, I'm putting the time in, but there's no results. What were some, like, was there a certain year where you're like, man, at three years, things doubled, you know, was it a sub count? Take us into some of that journey. Yeah, that that's... That's a great question. I, so at the time, you know, I started sophomore year of college. So I still had, I, I, I started at a very fortunate period. I, I had two, two years of knowing, you know, like, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm in school, right. I'm still running. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm working towards that goal, but what I really want to do is this. And I, all my time outside of my obligations to school and uh, maybe slacked on those obligations a little bit over that two years and, uh, and running, uh, you know, was, was spent on the, on the YouTube grind. Cause I was like, you know what, this is what I, it's what I want to do, but I got to prove not only to myself, but also to my, you know, my parents and everything like this is, this is a thing like this is possible. Right. Uh, and so I'd say for the first year, there really wasn't a lot of proof 
right? Or like, uh, you know, I it's hard to like thinking back on those days. I I would I would go to class all day, have practice, you know, hang out with my teammates. Then I I would be on until like three a.m. responding to every comment that I possibly could. I would in the uh, in the Super Mario Run days. I would search YouTube for Super Mario Run videos similar to mine scroll down to people who are getting similar views to me and you know just watch a little bit of their video and leave a genuine comment like just like hey like maybe this is somebody that might be interested in my content something like that but i'm not gonna self promo i'm just gonna leave a genuine comment and i i actually had like friends on the platform that i made through that that i was still friends with like a few years later which is crazy uh so like that grind through college didn't really show for like a year or so but then you know we get through for honor we get up to like 10,000 subscribers nice uh we're making okay money enough money to like where what we put into youtube is back you know we, nice. we got that in our pockets and then we hit kind of a block where like for honor was losing its popularity right again we weren't relying on ideas we we're relying on the game so again that that's where like that maturation with youtube just hadn't happened yet and then this game called Fortnite drops, right? Uh, we we actually got on Fortnite during the Save the World period. Uh, I don't know if any of those videos are still public. There may, may be like one or two. But <laughs> nice. uh, yeah, so we we were searching, desperately searching for a new game. We're done with War Honor. And, uh, you know, we kind of decided after like six or seven videos, like, oh, Fortnite kind of sucks. <laughs> you know, like we're, this game's this game's terrible. Uh, or it just gets boring after a little bit. And then, uh, you know, fast forward, the Battle Royale drops. My brother's playing it day one. Second it drops. He, he's on it. We literally share a room. Like we, we had bunk beds in college type deal. My brother's like, uh, my brother had like one semester left in his fifth year. And so we were just like, you know what? Let's just room together. It's, it's easy. We'll save a lot of money. And then we can put that money into YouTube. And, uh, yeah, so he had to convince me to play Fortnite. I didn't play it for a few days. Like after it dropped, I was like, no, nah, dude, Fortnite sucks. Like the game's terrible. <laughs> but I saw how much fun he was having. I tried it and we released some really terrible Fortnite videos at first. Like quite literally, like the, the titles of the videos would be like, this storm was really bad in this game. Like that was the title of the video. Um, fast forward, Fortnite's been out for a little bit. We're uh, a couple months into it. I'm not happy with where we're at with the channel. I'm like, you know, we're still doing For Honor videos. We're doing a little bit of Fortnite. Like, this kind of sucks. And, you know, I, I go home for Christmas. And the, and I actually, I, I'm, I'm home. I'm not happy. You know, I recently got had a breakup. You know, things not going well. I, I was supposed to be home through, like, January 5th. I went back to school December 28th. Cause that's where all my recording equipment was. That's where everything was. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go, I'm going to go home or I'm going to go back to college and grind YouTube. Like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm, I'm going to grind it. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to come up with a perfect video. Uh, <laughs> and that's when I wrote the script for my Fortnite, how I went from zero to hero video, which is still one of my most viewed videos on the channel. And that video took me like seven days to make. And Crazy. it didn't for like um, two weeks nothing like 20,000 views in two weeks, which at the time I was like, dude, this is awesome. This is a one out of 10. Like uh, the, <laughs> the work paid off. And then it went like, we're talking like 60,000 views in a day, 80,000 views in a day up to like a million in a snap. And all of a sudden we were from like 15,000 subscribers to like 60 in the course of a week, a week and a half. And then it was like, you know, at that point I was like, all right, Josh, you know, I'm telling my brother, I'm like, let's, let's get on this. Let's go. Let's start hammering content. And yeah, that, that's when it was like that moment that I was kind of like, uh, you know, this is, uh, this is a real thing, man. You know, we can do this. I've, so. I've literally had something similar happen. Uh, there was a point in time when I was doing battle pass purchases and that's a hundred dollars, <laughs> right. To fill the whole battle pass. Um, and the videos, we get no views, but there was that Christmas bundle came out with the Black Knight skin and everything. And I, I copped it. I, you know, I did a video on it, gingerbread fit, all that. 
and that is i think to this day my most viewed video i didn't even edit it i was so like i was so done with right. it right it was kind of like a trend at that time i was like oh it's whatever people expect it and uh i i believe that's probably my most viewed video like two wow. million views something like that out of nowhere out of nowhere um granted it wasn't my most successful uh series or anything like that but definitely i i can relate to like yeah this video doesn't it's a dud or like kind of semi-successful and then boom that's kind of the magic of youtube though isn't it yeah yeah and that and that's why you know i encourage anybody getting into youtube that you gotta like you gotta have the big picture in mind you can't you can't have like today in mind this video there's one video you're working on you can't even have like the month in view you gotta have like the year down the line you gotta you gotta be comfortable with having almost no success over a whole year because it's that work that's going to have you prepared for like the takeoff right Mm -hmm. and and you'll make something that you just think like hey this might just be another video and then all of a sudden like you hit the right niche you hit the right time you had the right idea and and it takes off and you're ready for it because you you know you've worked through those videos that are just kind of almost depressing in a way where you put in (laughs) so much work and it gets like a hundred views you know yeah i will say um after you kind of figure it out, I think once in a like just kind of figure it out in a in a niche or a game category, you almost figure it out indefinitely. Um, because there's there's just a certain level of yeah, once you achieve, I, I guess it's I, I don't know if it's the idea or if it's the charisma, the delivery, uh, maybe it's all of the above, but once you got it, you you kind of get it and you can deliver that regardless of the title. Um, I've built up, you know, my channel, if you will, from several different games and literally it every single time i think i made a transition i found a little more growth within that but it, like you said it's just eating mud dude you gotta just you gotta fail like and you're right. gonna you're gonna literally fail for a long time um so i i applaud your your mental strength to, to power through and and yeah do it even when times are tough for you that's pretty sick um at some point or another though you guys get into more like tips and tricks. You start recognizing, dude, this niche right here, search result heavy. It sounds like early on you kind of already um, understood the strength of that and, and use that to leverage your your growth. Uh, at what point, though, did your brother decide, I'm not going to record with you anymore? Or like, like what happened there? Did he lose his passion? And I, obviously you kept going. So, yeah, what was that all about? Yeah, so I, I'd say the channel's been through like three phases, right? Like the whole phase leading up to Fortnite which we've been over, then the tips and tricks phase, which started from zero to hero and then extended like two, three, we're talking all the way to like chapter two. You rode that. Right, (laughs) yeah, we rode that way for a long time. Um, But my brother, okay, so, you know, he was on his fifth year. He only had a semester. So he graduated in uh, that December, basically when that video dropped, I want to say. Yeah, like when that video dropped, the the zero to hero, maybe, Maybe he was there another year and we worked on tips and tricks together. I, I don't know the timeline exactly, but when he graduated, he was in public accounting and he was auditing. So during tax season, you know, he's working 80 hour weeks and he's, it, you know, from our parents' house, it was an hour commute. So he's got, he's working 80 hour weeks. He's got two hours of driving each day and he basically couldn't play Fortnite for like three months. And when he, right. So when he came back and you know how like exponentially people were improving at the game, he was like, what is this? Like, this isn't the game that I was making videos on. Like this wasn't, this isn't what I was playing. And, and at that point he's like, dude, I just, I can't, you know, like I can't play He, you know, he got a girlfriend, like all this stuff. He's like, I don't got time to grind creative against these 15 year olds. And, and yeah, so he was like, kind of just faded out to where he was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm good, man. So I was so like, that, all right. I guess yeah. that time and kind of worked in your favor. You started finding success. He wasn't available to record and also just, I guess, lost the interest <laughs> at that point as well. Uh, that was probably, yeah, I guess like World Cup-ish days, maybe post that. Yeah, the game was definitely different. I think uh, right. many of our listeners have been here for years now, and you guys <laughs> know how the game has changed. Uh, zero build, fortunately for us, I think it brought back a little bit of that early um, – magic right so everyone can kind of play you can still enjoy yourself but i I totally get that so let's let's jump into that you jump into creating your own content i guess i i just have a a question i'm curious um was there ever a point even today where you thought about just rebranding because brody bros and obviously you guys are not the bros you built your channel 
with him in mind and you guys started together but yeah, has there ever been that kind of question that ever crossed your mind yeah i i thought about i i've since rebranded the twitch to roadie because every time i try to play with a new creator they, they're like oh are you you a twin or like which twin am i playing with and they like you know because you got the bonsai bros in the fortnite community true, so true. you know people hear bros and they think you know twins or whatever and I, I would just get that question anytime i met somebody new i'd have chatters every single time like you know where's your other where's the brother like <laughs> or, or like which brother are you are you josh or are you whatever are you cole and so uh, I decided to rebrand the Twitch because that live streaming is a lot more personal than like a YouTube video. You know, YouTube video, you're kind of like curating it. You're not live chatting with people. So I decided to change that. And then truth, I mean, the, the full truth, I'm just too big of a chicken to change it on my YouTube. You know, yeah. it's just too much of a risk. I don't, it's I don't know. Working. It's just, yeah, it's like, it, and it's part of the history. You know, it's like, it's part of the history. Roadie bros, it, it just works. Now, are you one of those creators that, branches out and starts new channels when something new sparks your interest or do you post everything on roadie bros um it's almost like a kind of a taboo thing i think amongst the youtube space like oh don't upload other games on your channel but you know better i think than anyone as much as i know it kind of doesn't matter it matters but it kind of doesn't matter like a good video will just do good it's just how it is right a a uh it, it depends so the way YouTube starts recommending your video, right? Like you imagine like a, a circle again. I'm, I'm going to nerd out a little bit. It it knows what it thinks your audience is or YouTube thinks your audience is in this circle. So they'll start recommending your video there. Now, if you make something, if I made a video on cooking, that's a really good idea, but it's getting pushed out to this Fortnite audience and it just absolutely duds, like doesn't get pushed out at all there's still a chance it could pop off because eventually YouTube would be like, you know, okay, let's try it outside the circle over here. Let's try it outside the circle over here. But if it never catches that cooking niche, which it has a really low percent chance of catching it, then it's not going to take off. But it, it, I mean, if it's a perfect video, it's whatever, it, it might, it might. Now it's easier in gaming because that the niches, you know, are a little interchangeable in a way to branch out. Uh, but yeah, I, I, um, I, I kind of subscribe to that taboo of, you know, I try to only upload whatever's in my niche on this channel, you know. Whenever so. you've changed your main game, though, you've stood with this same channel, right? You haven't built any yes. new channels. Oh, no, I have. I have. I, I have a test channel, I guess, where I, like, I do, I, you know, Fortnite have done some, like, Warzone stuff in the past, but I've mainly only played Fortnite over the past six years, so it's... I, if I do expand, which I will be expanding with like Fortnite Creative 2.0 content, that will first be trialed on my Roadie channel before I I try it out on my Roadie Bros channel. Interesting. You don't think yeah. there's enough parallel in within Fortnite Creative and Fortnite? I guess now your content is almost tailored more so to entertainment slash competitive. You don't think there's a overlap there? I think there is, but I almost want to like practice. Like it's, it's one of those things where I, I'm confident as a creator, but I also want to like, you know, get live feedback or I want to get feedback on my creative content before I move it over there. Right. And, and it's a, it's a win-win. If I drop a really, really good video over there, then I'm growing that channel too. Right. And that video is almost at, or that channel is almost at 50,000 subscribers. So it's like, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get it to where that channel pays for my editor on my main channel. So we're, you know, it's kind of like, uh, a nice little parallel there. Have you, you ever thought of taking your really successful videos and re-uploading them on a second channel just to see how your metrics play out? No, I actually haven't. That's a, that's a really good. That's a that's a good question. I haven't thought about that. No. Well, it's a second channel. It's good probably to experiment with. But I want to talk about. Um, obviously, you you've done six years of gaming. You've picked up a lot of different things. I think you've taught people uh, tons of new stuff here today. If you could speak back to. Uh, yourself a couple of years back, maybe even your beginning days of Fortnite. Um, what would you tell yourself back then? Just to kind of whatever, maybe maybe it's advice, maybe it's hey, don't do this, try this instead, or go down this path. Um, what would you tell yourself, early Fortnite roadie? Early Fortnite roadie. So that's that's a great question. I I, I think I would tell myself to focus on one thing. Uh, you know, there's a lot of noise in in this social media gaming space you know you have youtube twitch twitter instagram tiktok you have so many different platforms 
perfect one first. Like you, you can work on the other ones, but like your main focus in every single day, you should be getting done one thing that, you know, that is true to you, right? Like, so for me, I love storytelling. I absolutely love it. I, I was computer science in college. I'm a nerd. I like, uh, I like coding. I, li- I like analytics. Focus on that, right? And, and then, you know, you'll gradually get better at the other stuff as you create content, as you stream. You're, g- you're going to naturally get better at that, but focus on the thing you want to perfect because that's what will help you stand out from other creators. And that's, that's probably what I would tell myself because, you know, in gaming especially, it's really hard to stand out because you have, you know, look, look, pull up any gaming stream. You have a webcam and the game, the gameplay. Uh, for most streams, that's the only thing that separates them from other players. And if you're not Booga or you're not somebody with a crazy personality like Tim the Tapman, Nick Merckx, you're not standing out, like, you know, or you're replaceable. And so you need to add that third thing, whether that be storytelling, whether that be coding. You know, you got really good YouTubers like Mark Robert, or I think it's Mark Robert. He, he was a NASA engineer, so he brings that into his videos. That's something I can't do. And so you need to, you need to focus on that one thing that makes you different. I really like that. John, we were just recently at the NGIS and I gave um, a, roughly a, a 10 or 15 minute speech on stage. And uh, and I also did about a 10 or 15 private speech as well. And it, it's so crazy. One of the first things I was teaching people about how to do content creation and I broke it into three buckets. So you have the professional player, the entertainer, and the educator. Now, the most successful can either be an anomaly like an s tier in one of these categories and you can find success but more often than not you find that you are one and the other you have to merge these two things and kind of like be a hybrid to do it well to kind of reach that entertainment but i also mentioned there's always that you factor now what is that for me in in particular i'm an artist um you know i'm someone who comes up from maybe a tough upbringing i love the whole kind of the conversational you know element and kind of the nuances between like closing deals, the mentorship, the business, right? Like that's my thing. And I double down, I niche down in those areas. And you kind of just also mentioned that almost to your own accord. I know you, I I would be beyond surprised if you saw what I was talking about then. I know you did not. So (laughs) I mean, yeah, I saw that. That's why I brought that up. (laughs) But but it's crazy because like, it's literally that thing that I think a lot of creators can probably, even listeners here today, if you're thinking about getting into content creation, um, you have to approach it with that perspective, you know, uh, like all these things have been trialed and, and done and just done a little differently, but it's, it's that little special thing you have to bring to kind of elevate you uh, above the rest or at least give you just enough because the other thing that people don't realize, you don't have to be number one to win, right? You just I need know. a piece of this pie and this pie is uh, very fat. <laughs> it's a lot going on. So you just, you just need to get a little piece of it. Um, yeah i mean just listen i mean i'm not gonna lie you know i i was familiar with you from more of a cursory understanding and i'm just i feel like i'm as i'm recording this i'm like down i'm like receiving from this pod i'm gonna go back and freaking listen to this and and no cap like you know i mean like you can tell that you've you've done a lot into it i kind of have an off the wall question um uh i'd just be curious what your take is you know Hearing you, how methodical you are, not many people can describe the process in that much detail. I really respect that. It makes me wonder, um, is there a camp of large content creators that are one like yourself that have methodically built this kind of like by using data and trial and error? And, and are there truly people who have kind of gone viral by accident? Like it kind of when like, and I'm not going to name names at all, but sometimes I look at certain people's content. I'm like, bro, it seems like you caught a wave. And yeah, you held on the wave, but then I don't feel like, I do feel like there's a camp of large content creators who would not be able to describe their journey coming up like you. Or do you feel like everyone has had your journey? Other people just maybe don't speak on it like you. Uh, wow. That's, that's a really, that's a golden question. I was going to give you that. that. So I think there's in gaming content creation, right? There's, there's random pockets of time and random spots for specific games where any almost any content that's well produced or just you know good webcam good mic good gameplay will just pop off right we saw that at the start of Fortnite. that's why you know ninja could upload one game of Fortnite and get 20 million views or something like that right like it, it was something stupid with in terms of views and i think i i think there are some creators that do well 
short term and short term can even be like two, three years, right? It just depends on whatever niche they're in and how popular it is, whatever. Um, it, but the second that the, the hard part with the gaming industry is how fast paced it is, right? Like some games come and go. Uh, there, there aren't many games like Minecraft where, you know, we're, we're 10 years later and it's still just a content machine. There's not a lot of games like that. So you you see that that's why you see so many gaming creators come and go because they don't understand the analytical side they don't understand that they need to add value outside of just hey guys i'm playing the game today right and that's what separates the youtube creators that last you know forever and i can't put myself in that category yet because i i'm still trying to do things to my content that make me stand out more you know i i've, I've been really working on storytelling because i think that's a really valuable skill that every YouTuber needs. But storytelling can only make you stand out so far because you know you basically have to tell a story to tell a YouTube video. So I'm trying to add that fourth skill, which is uh, under NDA right now. But okay. uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's, it's not nothing too secret. But yeah, I've been working on a fourth skill to add to my videos that uh, I don't think like any other YouTuber would be able to do. And that that I would say, like every big YouTuber I've talked to, they understand the analytics side. They understand, you know, that that difference that they need to make. So, you know, people watch for them. And and yeah, so I, I don't think it's a fluke over the long term. Sometimes you can get lucky short term, but but not over the long term. Yeah. I want to answer that question, though, John. Yeah, yeah just go from my own personal perspective. I did not. That's a brilliant question. I've never heard anyone ask the question in that way where it's like. The way you the way you position it, I'm gonna go back and listen to that one more time. That was that was a really cool question. I think we should bring that as a recurring question for a guest we have on here. It's such a cool question. That was but, great. Um, yeah. I I will say, just from my own personal perspective, I got lucky, like undoubtedly lucky. I touched on a niche in Twitch that just worked. It was mobile gaming. My battlefield streams, my gaming streams. I was just a person, a camera, and gameplay. I was trash, and it was it was not good. And I, but I had an ego, uh, ego enough to stick around and think I was doing something. But I got extremely lucky finding my niche with the mobile stuff, and I was able to ride that. Um, and luckily for me, along the way, I met just other either brilliant or bright minds and just shared little things. It was, it was five or six years of my early career was learning and learning slowly because I was a part of this space when it was there was not a lot of sharing. YouTube was still very new. Twitch as a whole entire ecosystem was so small and there wasn't, everyone was learning around me. So we all grew so slow. Now people, podcasts like this, just give this kind of knowledge. You couldn't, you couldn't pay the top dollar to hear any of what we're talking about today. <laughs> so my first six years, I feel like I moved at like a sluggish snail pace, but I was lucky enough to be in the right space and learn just enough to hold on to meet those transitional points. And again, from Fortnite to where I am today, these four years, right? So I've been doing this for 10, come this December. I think tomorrow might be my anniversary, uh, 10 years. So, Congratulations. <laughs> but my four years, right? I've learned more in my four years than I did in my first six years. It just shows you how much th this industry has grown. Um, in the last two years, I've probably learned more in my first eight years, which again, is, is and I'm not kidding, when I say this, I have learned so much more in the last year, in two years, actually doing it at the highest levels that it could be done than I did in my first six years. And definitely uh, beyond that, jumping into Fortnite for the first time as a creator. And I put down my like, uh, well, I guess you can't say I put down my creator reins because I'm still here today making <laughs> content. Uh, I do it in a much different way. I understand how to impact people in different ways. Uh, I mean, you, sp you speak to me offline. I'm working on stuff. You know, big things. I'm trying to do just big things, crazy things. Uh, but like you, outside the box, in my own way, my own niche, for my own spin on it. But what a cool question, John. Thank well, you for that. Yeah. I think it's encouraging because, I, I mean, even now as I think back, you know, uh, you are more successful, even just looking at your, your, your service level analytics, than some of the people who are way bigger than you at the start of Fortnite, which is interesting. Like, names, or if we named them, where even maybe in raw followers, Maybe in subs, they best you, but engagement, you're probably crushing. And I think it's encouraging to people because sometimes content creation can feel like trying to catch lightning in a bottle. And that's very frustrating. And a lot of people are just trying to snatch for stuff and they're missing 
when I feel like if people can catch what your process and just play the long game, not that it's a sure thing, not that it's always going to work out, not that there isn't some luck involved. I think you're, you could help a lot of people not give up on their dreams by, by being a better proof of concept. Yeah, and I'd like to piggyback off what Monster said as well and kind of tie this back to, I, 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 I want to clarify, like I, I don't think you need that third or fourth thing to start YouTube or start yeah. Twitch. I, I don't want to discourage anybody by making you think that, oh, I need, to, I need to have, I need to be a NASA engineer before I start YouTube or whatever, right? Like you don't need any of that. Like you can figure that out along the way. And, and also like if you have that fourth thing, but you're not good at the gameplay or the webcam or like the creating content, then it's not going to matter. So you need to develop those that you can st- just start and, and those things will develop over time, right? I'm six years in and I'm still very self-critical with where I'm at with it. I'm like, come on, you know, I, there are days where I'm kicking myself in the butt, like, come on, man, we just need to make it, you know, we need to make some progress here. Let's go. So, so yeah, please, please don't like hesitate to start because of that. You know what I just said? No, it is true. Um, the thing about creating content is you, you literally the, the hardest part is starting. I tell this all the time to everyone, especially even my teenage girls. I'm like, Hey, you guys, you guys are basically everyone basically makes content already right like whether it's just tiktok and you're filming something fun and you're just keeping up with the trends you're doing it because there's a level of attention there's a level of uh adrenaline or you know endorphins that get ticked off when you get some interactions some likes whatever right uh, it's a form of content creation but that's the hardest part it's literally doing it but when you do it with purpose when you do it you know i think i think that's what it is when you do it with just a little bit of purpose there's you have such different results um setting out to achieve certain things with your videos and and just even just trying to go for that one goal is i'm telling you probably miles ahead of most people who like you said before just get online and think that they're gonna game like that's enough that's the biggest problem i think with um most of our professional players you think just streaming a tournament is enough but it's the value the moment and this is the crazy part they don't realize if you are a professional you have one of the key ingredients that cannot be paid for taught uh none of that like you are in the prime position like people kill to be a pro in a particular area regardless of what it is all you got to do is add a add a little something to it or just learn more about it It doesn't take much it really doesn't take much to blow up um and we see that with a lot of channels look at clicks is a great example booga any of the professional players that added just a little bit extra not just like i got signed to a team and i sat back and you know i just i milked the, the benefits and the rewards but went out there, made a little bit of content, learned about the space. And there's still so much room uh, even for them to grow. Uh, so yeah. super cool stuff. Yeah, right. I, want, I wonder, Brody, I wonder how many um, key relationships, uh, I wonder if there's a couple of key relationships, people you met along the way that have liked that. Because some of, some of the things that we talk about in this program a lot is just try, the value of social skills and networking. And I think there's a lot of really talented pro players or content creators that if they just realize the value of, building some of the right friendships or work relationships. You know, I saw a large, I can't remember who it is. I have to pull up, but one, one of the, the larger apex content creators literally said, man, I feel like no one takes you seriously. You can't go anywhere without an org. And obviously if you zoom out, that's just not true. I think what he was feeling in the moment, I think the number one benefit of an organization other than maybe some finances is collaboration. It's almost built in collaboration. And it, how has that relationships or collaboration, you know, obviously your brother was a key one. Is there any others that you feel like have led to helping you become who you are? Yeah, I'd, I, it'd be a shame if I didn't mention that Denver guy. He was in the Fortnite days way back at the beginning. And ironically enough, we both lived in the St. Louis area. So, you know, wow. I got to meet up with him in person. You know, we hung out and um, a lot of nights where we're just analyzing YouTube together you know Denver was a lot more on the psychological side he I I like to look at analytics he likes to look at like okay this number's here this number's here why is that maybe it's because uh blue reacts to the human eye like this whereas yellow does whatever you know so like we're we're he's down to dissecting thumbnails and all this to exact colors you use for a certain word whatever and that helped me a lot because as far as like thumbnails and all that, that's usually my weak point. And so I, I need to, I usually consult people like him to make that's sure I'm doing the, the right stuff. Right. It's, it is absolutely. If you don't package it right, nobody's going to click on it. And, and so, yeah, that Denver guy, I, I got a buddy Cade who doesn't even touch Fortnite. I used to play Fortnite with him, but also St. Louis area. 
and he you know he's a really successful youtuber just he plays random games that's some oh. monster you were talking about he random games just really good ideas he makes a you know he makes a very comfortable living and he's crushing it yeah, absolutely killing it so uh kate as well i i have a lot of keo in the valorant space so that that's kind of what i'm trying to get at is that you don't need friends just in your space right like you you can have friends and content creation in other games and still learn a lot from them and that's that's been a big thing for me definitely definitely a good pickup there um i feel like like i said my first my first five or six years that, that's what it was all about um it wasn't until i started visiting honestly conventions events like the twitchcon paxes uh that i started understanding that oh yeah i'm i'm just a speck and i don't have a clue about what i'm doing and i was monetizing my main source of monet monetary income was coming from my subscribers i learned real quick uh that yeah that's i need advertiser dollars right like my whole entire mentality shifted through uh the relationships i've built the networking uh that i've built and i mean now i'm in a position to where like it's just very different now i have to like you know kind of pick and choose who i enter into my ecosystem my circle my bubble right all this knowledge and things to offer so it's yeah it's it's like a double-edged sword as you start to grow um but very very cool so we've Almost been running for closer to an hour. I wanted to get into some Fortnite stuff, but I knew we were going to have a good time diving into your history. So thank you for, <laughs> of course, all that. I think the listeners uh, would love to hear more. Let's just talk a little bit about Fortnite. Let's give them some Fortnite Absolutely. Stuff. Yeah, absolutely. New chapters drop, man. Uh, we talked about a little bit off air. We're kind of lucky and happy at the same time. This chapter was a hit because it could have easily been a dud. Shout out chapter um, four. Shout out chapter four. It's not easy to make good content. And at least from my perspective, um, Epic nailed it. Like they did, they did an excellent job. Very fun chapter. Uh, talk to me. Early thoughts about the new chapter. What do you think? I'm with you. I'm loving it. Uh, you know, initial thoughts upon release. There's the new map. Beautiful. And I, I like the setup. I, I feel like the POIs, there, there's not that many POIs, but like the ones that they have are cool. Like there's not really a POI where I'm like, ah oh, man, like I never want to land there, which have been plentiful on the past couple right. maps. And uh, you know, so that that's a huge thing for me as like a content creator. I don't like to land the same spot every single time. Doesn't doesn't keep it very fresh. I like the meta, the stuff they're doing, the, the perk system. Of course, there's going to be broken things at the start of a, uh, a season. I think a lot of people focus too much on that, especially in the competitive community. I, I get it, right? Like when scrims are griefed by certain things. But I, I lo absolutely love what they've been doing with that. The new graphics system looks amazing, which as a content creator, finally, I don't have to run this ugly looking performance mode right. and like try to market my videos for a casual audience too. So yeah, I, I'm loving it. I, I was a little disappointed by the comp announcements, but you know, we're going to make it work. We're going to make it work. What part of the comp announcements uh, let you down? I, the division cups are really hard for viewers to follow. If you're not an elite, what I've found, the, the most viewable tournaments are ones where everybody's playing together, at least in the first round, right? Like second round, whatever. Awesome. Do, the, do their thing. But like when I'm not even playing in a round with the pros, right? Like people like to watch clicks, they like to watch Booga, like all that. And I'm not, I'm in challengers. They're like, well, they they don't even know if contender or challenger is higher, right? Like right. There, there's people, we just had a whole season of that's the way it was. And I saw people in my chat like, yeah, fun watching today. I don't really know what's going on, you know? So <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, you know, and then they made FNCS is like elite only. And they also mm. cut in half, like how many people make it into elite. So yeah. it's going to be really hard for content creators like me to make it. I'm grinding right now, so hopefully we do. But, uh, you know, that that's a, it's a little disappointing because usually FNCS content is like the most fun content to make out of an entire season. I look forward to it. The grind to try to hit there is, is going to be super rewarding this season and fun. But, but yeah, a little, a little disappointed by that. And, and it stayed duos. I was, I was hoping it would either go to solos or trios. I think so. you brought up a good point about, um, yeah, they're – their perspective to ch or their angle this season yeah like you said changing uh, limiting the amount of users that come in at the top of the funnel uh, for fncs in particular is so interesting i think it's a a test on trying to see what the viewership is going to be like when they really like almost like sharpen the sword they hone down on the hyper competitive um so it is going to be very 
I guess, interesting from that perspective to see what it does for their product. But I agree with you. The moment you start cutting out your creators like you, like you said, uh, you guys bring in the bulk of the the numbers, the views, the impressions, at least within a Fortnite ecosystem. Uh, because Fortnite does not operate like any of the other games uh, because there is no leagues, right? It's like, right. this is it. So like, you kind of have to, to make your way up. So that's going to be pretty interesting. Um, before before we wrap, actually, I just remembered something I really wanted to ask about. Uh, ask you, not not to sorry, listeners, we're jumping back and forth, but um, I, I did I I didn't want you to walk away without asking about this. Um, the future, uh, obviously, do you see yourself just continuing to create content? Like uh, we talk about this kind of this analogy, you know, I have all my marbles in one basket. Um, you are heavily invested in content creation, but I I kind of saw just a tweet of you kind of dabbling about consulting even your editor on some of the additional projects that he's working on. Um, what do you see your future? Are you, are you ultimately like, what's the end goal? Are you looking to maybe branch out? Like what, what does that look like for you? Yeah, I, I don't see myself abandoning content creation for the foreseeable future. I, it, I, I, I don't know. I can't really see myself without it, but I also, you know, I, I, I've trained the editor who works for me right now, his name's Jari and He's incredible. I've spent the past eight months training him. So he knows exactly how I like to edit. And so I probably went from working on videos for about 14 hours down to like two. Mm -hmm. And so that saved me a ton of time. So I'm like, you know what? Hey, why don't we, you know, I'm making 1000th place look interesting. Imagine if I start working with the first place, right? Like how, how good of a story could we tell then? And, uh, it just kind of felt this opportunity uh, kind of fell in my lap because I'm good friends with Maddie, um, MXDDY, and uh, you got to specify that. There's so many Maddies in the community, yeah. but I- I'm good friends with her. She won the E-Fuse tourney. It was super exciting. Like they-, they won by one point over Somerset, which is the favored team. Like everybody, you-, you think like girls in Fortnite, like Somerset's the first name that comes to mind. They beat them by one point last game to like literally fought the team, everything. I'm like, you know, I, I reached out to Maddie. I was like, hey, like, eventually I want to start. You know, I, I spoke with, I talked to, like, clicks at um, TwitchCon and stuff. And it's like, I was like, hey, man, you know, I told him what I just told you guys. If I can make a thousandth interesting, I can make, I can make your tournaments really, really interesting. And I'm so sick and tired of seeing all these pros videos, how I placed whatever. Be There's creative. Yeah. Be creative. Like, you can't say how I placed whatever and the video is just highlights. Like, Oh, tell the story a little bit. Show some context to these fights, not just the the moment you kill the person. All right, I, I could rant about that for a while. No, that's yeah, good. So that's good. Yeah, so I, I was talking to you know talking to clicks. I was like, you know what? Let me um, I was like, let let me try with a friend first. You know, let me let me try with Maddie. I I know she won't really care if I quote unquote fail, right, or anything like that. Uh, you know, she doesn't even release on YouTube and close with her. So Jari and I. We completely, I crafted the story, got Maddie to record the voiceovers and, and then Jari edited it all together. I review with them like I do for my own videos and we released the first one today. So I yeah, absolutely I absolutely love that. I love that yeah. a lot. And also fun fact, practice server produced the EFUSE tournament. So we watched that front row seat. Uh, yeah. Somerset is like the longstanding recurring champion. I think for all the EFUSE Right, stuff. right. Uh, and our team got to uh, produce, yeah, that, that, that other one. Crazy stuff. Um, definitely fun. I like that. Hey, listen, I want to hear more about that. Um, do me the favor. Document these successes, especially as you start to find them on other channels. Um, in my opinion, that is that's that's you have a skill now that cannot be taken away from you. You have an understanding of uh the, the higher levels of content creation, and people should pay to have you do that kind of stuff for them a hundred percent. It's been a it's been an awesome show. We want to start uh, entering into our closing segments here. Uh, Rody, man, thank you so much for, for joining us today. It's been very, very fun. I knew you were going to be a great catch. Thanks for joining us um, here on the episode today. Let the people at home know where they can find you, maybe what you're working on, just anything like that, man. Yeah, thanks for having me on. This has been this has been awesome. And, uh, I mean, it kind of just feels natural conversation. Just like you said, this is easy. Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, basically just as we've been talking about YouTube, just Rody Bros on YouTube, Rody on Twitch uh that's that's as simple as it gets roadie r-o-d-e-y you google that you'll find me awesome and john let the people at home know where they can find you my boy yeah john w key on twitter john w rush on tiktok and instagram what's up what's up yes sir yes sir. as always guys you can send all your complaints to me at the fortnite podcast at gmail.com it's been an awesome week i hope you guys enjoyed this 
quick lightning interview with the roadie bros we just touched the surface of what his i don't know man his his story his history his expertise all within just youtube uh there's probably so much more to learn i'm sure there is more for you to uh, uh, latch onto and, and learn about roadie so make sure you guys check out any of his uh, his outlets and and thank him for for joining us here today um that's been us here at the practice server podcast today i hope you guys enjoyed don't forget we do these live every sunday we try to record them on sundays in the evening join us one day uh, maybe leave us a review maybe come hang out and your questions and answers can be answered too um we'll see you guys in the next episode so don't forget to dance up those kills and boast and those victory peace y'all